Welcome to Taiwan Talk. I'm your host, Alex Lewis, and this week we'll be talking to Manav Mehta from The Red Room, who are having their eight-year anniversary celebrations events this past weekend and this coming weekend. Manav, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. How are you? Great, thank you. Can you give our listeners an overview of what Red Room is? Red Room started about eight years ago, and the original purpose was just to have a gathering of people that weren't shy to interact with both foreigners, indigenous, and local Taiwanese, regardless of linguistic or cultural barriers. And so the first event was Stage Time and Wine, hosted by my sister Aisha, who's the co-founder, as, long, as well as Ping. We basically invited people to come up on stage for five minutes at a time, share a story, share a project that someone can collaborate with, share a piece in whichever language they're most comfortable with. And uh, it grew into what is now the Red Room International Village, where we do five to 20 events a month, exploring mediums for visual art, performance art, spoken word, storytelling, and music. What are some of your uh, best or most popular events? Well, that definitely Stage Time and Wine, because we've done it on the third Saturday of every month for eight years. We've only missed two. One was because of a typhoon, and another one was because we um, adapted it for a different event called Stone Soup, and that was just in October. So we've, we've had a little bit, I think, 93 or 94 sessions of Stage Time and Wine, usually anywhere from... Uh, 30 to 190 people, depending on the time of the month and which year. So looking back at the eight years that Red Room has existed, uh, what have you achieved? I think the big uh, milestones have been the fact that we get to now be a part of a lot of more international gatherings. Uh, like we got to help host the largest Holi Festival, which is an Indian festival of color. Um, the fact that our events are, like I said earlier, you know, very welcome to all walks of life. There's a, lot, a strong level of interaction, and we promote a culture of listening. So although everyone's a big fan of going to a bar or going to a restaurant to meet friends and hang out, at the Red Room, you're going to got to be ready to really meet someone. You can't really dodge them or avoid them. There's not going to be loud noises for you to use as distractions. Like Usually the people in your surrounding, uh, you'll make new friends. So we have that one quote we like to use by Yeats, which is, there are no strangers here, only friends you have not yet met. So today I would say the fact that we hold gatherings, uh, the smallest one we've done has been for five people for uh, storytelling and read aloud. And the largest was our seventh anniversary for 3,000 people over the course of three days. And by the end of every event, most people go home with new acquaintances, new projects to collaborate on, perhaps even diving in for a new uh, romantic partner, a new language partner, a new, uh, you know, someone to inspire them and someone they're inspired by. This year is the eighth anniversary. Uh, the first weekend has already passed. Uh, what is coming up this second weekend? Yeah, so instead of a big outdoor festival, this, this time we really wanted to tone it down. We're trying to get a lot more organized and trying to keep things small. So every event is indoors, and uh, each event of the four has their own theme. Uh, this is our eighth anniversary, and we did not know if we would be renewing our contract at the Air Force Base until recently. So... The theme overall is Infinity 8, to represent the fact that Red Room and its spirit and what, we hear, what we're here to help promote will live on. And as far as each and every day, the past two events, one event was called Articulate, where we basically every event and its content promotes a lot of more performance-based interaction. The second day was Narrate, which uh, holds a lot of emphasis on the narration through storytelling and through group panel discussions on tough topics with different speakers from throughout Taiwan, and also hosting a book fair 
to really capture the written word in its narration. And so coming up, we've got Create, which is our fifth time running this event, where we have 20 painters from morning till night, so everyone can come and mingle and be a part of that vulnerable process of creation. And then the fourth day is called Elevate, where we have three different workshops, all related to visual art or creative journaling. Uh, one's quite explosive, one's quite uh, physical bounding, like you, lots of movement. And at the end of the day, we'll be doing a fashion show with up to four different designers uh, from four different indigenous backgrounds of Taiwan and one fashion designer from India. And the fashion show will be helping highlight that, the theme of old is the new new. So the reason why that day is called Elevate is because we hope to raise the bar in terms of our understanding for ethical fashion, indigenous culture, how old is the new new, and how we can reduce our waste management, and also to embrace the cultures that we've been around our whole lives. What kind of people attend Red Room events? What kind of community have you built here in Taipei? You know, it started out with, I think we always used to use the numbers, like people used to ask, and we used to say, I'd say 70% of our patrons were expatriates, and 30% were local Taiwanese. And today, I would happily and proudly say that it's closer to 50-50 as far as, uh, as far as the surface and what you can see on the outside. It's 50% foreigners, 50% local Taiwanese. But in all honesty, everyone who shows up there is bilingual or trilingual. Some of them have been in Taiwan for only six months. A lot of them have been in Taiwan for over 20 years. Uh, I honestly would say people who want to stay rooted to Taipei, people who want to meet new people and interact with artists and musicians and people who are kind of just trying to explore their own level of creative expression, their own form of creative expression. So, you know, a lot of people who stuck with cave writing for the first like 10 years of their lives and now they have a platform to come share some of their words. So anyone who's kind of celebrating amateurism and on the occasion we also have professionals join us as far as spoken word poets or musicians and visual artists. But overall, I think people who are willing to take that leap, uh, overall, we definitely celebrate amateurism. So anyone who's kind of you know, trying things out. What do you have planned for the rest of the year and uh, the upcoming year? I mean, the anniversary is pretty draining, man. So uh, <laughs> I think uh, we didn't really think too far ahead of that one. But um, in December, we're really happy to be invited to host one of the largest Latin American food festivals uh, in Taiwan, uh, hosted by a large community of the Latin American community uh, and spearheaded by Monica Sanchez. So we'll be working with her. And we'll also be working with something that's been going on for years on end, hosted originally by the Taipei Players Group, and now mainly spearheaded by a few people. And the most notable name would be Brandon Thompson running the Christmas Cabaret. So I'll be running at the Red Room in mid-December as well. And, you know, after that, January, February is kind of slow. Everyone's doing their thing. And then starting in March, we pick up again with our regular monthly workshops, programs, events, and so on. Okay. Uh, do you have any thoughts on expansion to the rest of the island? Most definitely. We've tried kind of reaching up. At the moment, you know, Red Room, a lot of people don't know this. Because we have this large space, we seem to have a lot of resources. Uh, a lot of people seem to forget the fact that we're run by volunteers. We have 100 volunteers on call. Um, we're really grateful for everyone who's willing to join us and help us when we have a shared purpose and goal. We have about 15 core team members that show up, and of those team members, only two are compensated staff. So with that type of makeup, it's quite difficult to expand unless you have someone fully committed and you know not really 
weighing in on uh, too many financial issues of their own, like someone with that flexibility. So soon we'll be able to kind of branch out. But for now, we're just trying to make sure our core is as fit as possible before we kind of reach out to the rest of the body. How did the idea of the Red Room come to be? Roma, our uh, keeper of the faith and director of the Red Room, would often start out by saying it was on a dark and stormy night that Aisha and Ping met in Taidong Dulan village. And I would say that's quite quite appropriate. And basically, like I said earlier, you know, the, the original purpose was my, my sister Aisha, she's a, a poet, a musician, a singer. And so she had a particular crowd of friends here in Taipei. And what she came to know and understand was that a lot of them were too shy. And if they were foreigners to, to ask a Taiwanese person whether or not they can work with them, they will hang out with them, have coffee, have drinks. But to work with them was a whole different kind of level of interaction. So the original purpose was to create a platform, and later on the purpose was to sustain it. But the original uh, idea to create this platform where people felt safe to share what they were doing, and hopefully someone in the crowd would feel moved by that, and they would want to join and participate. And in that regard, as I said, since we're run by volunteers, the only reason we can keep going is because people believe in it, and that's why we believe in it. So we wouldn't be here today if it wasn't doing something positive for Taipei City, and we're happy and proud to say that and be a part of that. It's really just about getting everyone to work together, to remove any form of ignorance when it comes to someone's artistic or creative expression, someone's cultural background, um, how shy you are, how much of an introvert or extrovert you seem to or think you are, that kind of thing. That sounds awesome, man. Uh, And what brought you to Taipei? Oh, I didn't have a choice, man. I was born here, so I've been here my whole life. My father would joke that I was made in Taiwan, just like most of the products we're surrounded by. So that's my story. All right. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming on the show, Manav. Yeah, man. I think that Red Room International Village has enjoyed success because they tap into the human want of sharing in each other's experiences. Humans are social beings that thrive on connection and self-expression. Red Room has created a safe space for people from all walks of life to come together to share personal intimacies they otherwise wouldn't be able to do. So cheers to them for going eight years strong, and here's to hoping the passion and dedication of the core members in the community carries them onward to more anniversary festivities. Thanks for listening to Taiwan Talk. I'm Alex Lewis.